This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, this is a, uh, a fresh new episode of Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm Rachel, and let's drink whatever this <laughs> let's is today. Let's drink, you know? <laughs> Honestly. You guys can drink whatever you want. I don't care. I want, You know what? I feel like we haven't asked in a while. How many of you actually find yourself drinking coffee when you listen to this? Yeah, I mean, I would have to assume you commuters out there. Commuters. Yeah, you're drinking coffee on your way, maybe tea. I know there's a lot of tea drinkers out there, too. Yeah, but like most people that are listening to this are probably at the gym, so maybe they're drinking like fucking water. Sweat. (laughs) Yeah. Drinking their own sweat. It's fine. Um, So what is the uh, coffee that we are having tonight? We are having RP's Stagecoach Premium Coffee in the Cowboy Blend. I looked at the package, could not find a name. Oh, no. So if this was you, let us know, because I didn't see any name on anything that we got with this. But uh, It's from Grand Canyon, Arizona, and oh. it came pre-ground. That's always something that can be nice. Yeah. You know, we have a grinder, but, like, it's kind of loud. Yeah, it is. We have to put, like... A thing over a it, otherwise Lila gets scared. Also, Squeezy, he gets startled. <laughs> he's, he's not as bad, though. Like, now you can vacuum and Squeezy, like, literally doesn't give a shit. The toilet still runs Still upsetting. <laughs> but this is delicious. I'm still really enjoying my soy creamer that we got, and I just ran out of it, so I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. You're just not going to drink any coffee. <laughs> I'll probably just have, like, tea, honestly. Uh, I've been yeah, super into my tea lately just because of our electric kettle. It just... I love how it's getting hotter, and yet I'm still here, like, boiling water. Yeah, I know. We just... I'm always still getting, like, if I get a drink at Starbucks, I'm getting it extra hot, and I feel really dumb. I feel like the caffeine is better when it's hot, but I know that's not even true. Like, isn't that that's fucked up? That's placebo as fuck. It, it feels like it's gonna perk me up, yet the iced coffee has, or, like, at least a cold brew, like, has yeah, more caffeine. Yeah, cold brew. Did you know, I think... Starbucks is actually looking at doing cold brew on tap. What? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> that would be an interesting... Do they have their own cold brew now? I guess so. They have to. Because when I was working to. there, it was just um, literally like iced coffee mix that you put into water and then refrigerated. That's kind of gross. Yeah. That's not something I'd like. Or wait, maybe we did brew it. I don't... Honestly, it's been so <laughs> Who long. knows? That might have been the... Um, the roast that goes into the frappuccinos. That's what I honestly, I think oh, I was thinking of. And that's yeah, literally true. just mix that you put in water and you pump it into the bottom of a frappuccino. So that's the quote unquote coffee that's in some frappuccinos. Yeah. But you can also ask to replace that with like actual espresso shots, but you get a watery frappuccino cause they're warm. Yeah. Like the espresso. Hmm. I wouldn't so, love that. I know. Little things, you know, honestly, like before you get into the coffee fact that I know you're ready to like let release, but like the current like popular drink at Starbucks that's not really on the menu is this pink drink. Have you seen it? Like, is it a frappuccino or just like a drink? It's literally a drink. I haven't seen that. Okay. So I don't remember exactly the ingredients, um, but it's, you know, those refreshers that they have there. So it's like that mixed with... You're normally supposed to mix that with water, but instead of the water, they replace it with, I think, coconut milk. And so it's like a berry refresher with like coconut milk. So it looks like honestly bubblegum pink. And then they have like little strawberries in it. Huh. And it's like a liquid, not like a frappuccino or anything. So is this like a real menu item or no? It's a secret menu item. And then Starbucks is now because they're smart, which I'm personally so fucking glad i do not work there currently with like social media being as like when i was working there it was just kind of like beginning yeah and like the only thing that got like a lot of hype was like pumpkin spice yeah you know but now with like they do like a bunch of frappuccino flavors for like halloween for christmas like they do all these different they well they always do christmas fucking all out on all of the flavors like random like, holidays like they did that like cherry blossom one or whatever do you remember for uh valentine's or i don't remember i don't know yeah. but anyway they're like always like now they're making all these new drinks and like they kind of are what's the word like it used to be when you worked at starbucks the whole secret menu thing used to piss people off because yeah all of these are like it was when P- pinterest i mean pinterest is still very popular but pinterest kind of like started that and you know, people would order like a drink to you at Starbucks that's on the secret menu and you wouldn't know what it was made by. But now mm-hmm. Starbucks, like, 
is kind of hyping this secret menu shit. Yeah, and like they'll use a hashtag now. God, they're in the know. So it's not a secret menu anymore, guys. It's the brand is actually like yeah, talking about it. It's not a secret. <laughs> but it's it what's fucked is like so somebody makes a concoction and now like there's a hashtag for it and stuff and like you can order that drink. So like just these poor baristas I feel so bad for. Like getting all these weird like what's next? Minions on ice. Oh, like ew, a yellow latte. A yellow a, a minion yellow latte. That I would honestly be would not be upset. It's like a banana refresher that doesn't even exist. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't even know what exists there anymore because... I don't either. I don't know. But anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny because I saw that floating around and I just thought like, man, people would be ordering this like all the time because it's going to get all this hype on Instagram right now. And like, I can imagine like how many pink drinks you're going to be making. There's just too many different types of drinks now. Yeah. There's just so many. I just feel bad for the people that work there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But the uh, fact that I have here is actually about Starbucks. So oh, wow. That's fits. funny. <laughs> um, Starbucks is named for Captain Ahab's first mate. The founders had considered naming it Pequod's after Ahab's boat. Oh. Okay. So, I mean. That's it's just... a boat. So what's with the mermaid, though? I wish it's... I should know this. Like the siren. Yeah. I mean. Uh, All I know I'm is. I'm guessing that, that has they... to do with Captain Ahab. <laughs> Did, is he like the one? I feel like there's a ship that had like a mermaid on like the yeah, front. Yeah, is that him? Maybe. Who, Who knows? She? Isn't that the dude that was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie? I don't fucking know. I know, I know, I know. Well, that's very interesting. I wish I knew more about the company I worked yeah. <laughs> I just was too like focused on, you know, doing everything else. Yeah. They, they make you learn a lot of stuff to work there. I don't know if it's still like that, but... I'm sure it's even worse. Well, yeah. (laughs) Now it's like how to incorporate social media into it, which is like I'm all about, but man. I mean, pumpkin spice time comes around. They got that shit nailed down. I am all over whatever social media campaigns they're doing. (laughs) It's weird because like I now start to associate pumpkin spice flavor with like August because yeah. that's when it starts now. Yeah. And you always get it as soon as I mean, you can. I always kind of associated, like, whenever I went back to class in high school, which sometimes it was moving up into August. It was, like, the last week of August usually is when I went back to class in high school. And so I you would went always... back to school in August in high school? Yeah. And <gasps> so I would associate, like, when I went back to class, I was like, okay, it's fall time now. <laughs> like, Whoa. We didn't go back until, like, September. What kind of fucking weird... We did, and then they started moving it up. Oh. I mean, we were, like, getting pissed because it was... What's, what's the day? Memorial? Labor. Labor. I never know. I never know the difference. <laughs> And that's probably really bad, but I just know one time you're not allowed to wear pants that are white, right? Yeah, something Labor like Day. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I never wear white pants, so I don't know. <laughs> one, one day that'll apply to me. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I remember, like, college, we started around August, like, late August. And I remember thinking, like, that's so, like, extra, like, so summer. Early. And I don't know. Did your high school have air conditioning? Uh, Yes. <laughs> You bougie ass little bitch. It's because they had remodeled like most of it during the time that I was there. Oh wait, you know what? Now that I think about it, once once we had the remodel, I think we got air conditioning too. Yeah, but wow. it was like Upgrades. brand new. <laughs> yeah, I remember just like being in high school and like sitting in like the shitty non-renovated side of the high school that didn't have the uh, air conditioning. Yeah. There was always that side of the high school. It was like the too. science wings. And like, oh my god. Oh, and drama, of course. Mm, like our yeah. old theater. And it was like wooden seats. And you would just be like sweaty and like sticking to those seats. <laughs> and there were like no windows. Nice. <laughs> yeah. God, I don't miss that. And Millersville wasn't air conditioned in a lot of buildings. Like Oh my god. Well the building you were in was not Which one? Uh Hash. I thought that was. Was that? I, I think that one was, but the building that I had my psych class, I remember it was not air conditioning. It was like the old building where like the musics were. Oh, I feel You know that. what I'm talking about? Yeah. And I remember that building was very warm. But remember that one room schoolhouse I had for bio? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. There was a random building like on the outskirts of the campus. It was like in the middle of the woods. It had one room. And it was just like a bunch of like green chalkboards, and that was where I had this one biology class, and I had so to like random. walk a mile to get there, and it was like 
was very isolated and weird. <laughs> and I could just, like, never get my ass, like, from the dorm. I was like, I don't want to go all the way over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I never that. had motivation. It was also at, like, 4 p.m. Like, Ew, gross. Okay, if you're in college, um, don't take anything past, like, 3 o'clock. If you can avoid it, do not. Because, man, the later the day gets, the less motivation I have. Trust me, I wanted all of my classes to be as close to 8 a.m. as I could Ew, okay, I'm not that crazy. (laughs) That's how I wanted to do it, because I just wanted my shit done. Yeah, I know. like, the day over. I was, like, a 9 a.m. was kind of early for me, you know? I would do the 9, because... You had a lot of 10s and 11s, Yeah, but, like, that was English and calm. I swear, all the calm teachers and all the English teachers, they were like, we want to sleep. Fuck 8 a.m. Like, we're coming in later. They weren't into that. So, I I preferred, like, taking my classes at least, like, 9 to, like, 3, and then I'd be done for the day. Because I always had to work anyway, but still, like... Yeah, me too. I had work as well. Any class I... Oh, my God. I had this one night class, and I was really, really, really interested in the course itself and it was downtown so it was like you had to drive to get there Uh and it was one night a week but it was like really late and i hated having to like get there and everything yeah i remember that that's when i actually had my car at campus yeah and he had to like fucking drive me either that or i'd have to like carpool with like people in my class but that's just like such a pain in the ass (laughs) oh man i don't miss that carpool into downtown lancaster (laughs) (laughs) downtown lancaster I was just thinking about that song. Oh shit! But anyway, so what's what's been going on in the world this week? Before we get into that, I was just gonna say yesterday was the seventh, and that was our two years since moving to Seattle. So you know that was just a cool thing. We actually postponed our celebratory dinner. We went to ramen today. Yes, and that was delicious. I'm so bloated. (laughs) But it just feels weird that like I feel like I've been here way longer than two years. I I know. It felt like four. Yeah, honestly. It's weird. But I just think about, like, how much can happen in two years. Yeah, right. Imagine the people and the things that were going on in our lives when we moved here. Like I know. And what life was like when we first got here. Yeah. And even just, like, our last year of college. Like, college to me now feels, like, miles away. Oh, yeah. It's It so literally is. Away. But, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. but I mean, like, in my mind, it's like... In my mind. <laughs> I, the other day I was looking, because um, I filmed a story time video, which was Ooh. really fun, honestly. <laughs> um, and I was looking for photos of Chris and I at this one party. And just, like, looking through my old college photos, it just... I was a totally different person. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to high school, you're like, whoa, who is she? Yeah, that's, (laughs) like, a fog now. That's going into the fog high school. I know. It used to be, like, middle school, what happened then? We don't remember. Now it's, like, where was high school? (laughs) Where was any of my schooling? (laughs) I feel like I have more memories from elementary school than I do from middle school i just think a middle lot of school people, i blocked out i think everybody blocks out middle school because that's just like everybody's worst fucking <laughs> going through puberty at that moment everything <laughs> sucked like in all aspects and the worst part is like you can't drive i mean i can't even do that now but like you couldn't get anywhere you also couldn't work so you had no fucking money i don't know about you but i did not get an allowance I did not get an allowance. I, for the longest time, thought that the whole allowance thing was literally just, like, a sitcom trope that wasn't real. Like, I I didn't know that was a thing. honestly know a lot of people that got an allowance. I never did. Like, you, I would get money if, like, I was going on a field trip and they, you know, they they would give you, like, 30 bucks and you'd be able to get, like, lunch and a souvenir, you know? and. Like, things like that. <laughs> but, like, it was never, like, weekly. You get this much money or whatever. So, nope. like, middle school, you don't have any money. You can't get anywhere. And you look your worst. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you also feel, like, probably your worst. And everyone is so mean. Yeah. It's, like, the worst time in your life. <laughs> and I swear, like, I don't remember any of it. I used to be able to remember, like, the names of every teacher I had. Like, mm-hmm. starting at kindergarten. And I swear, I don't remember, like, who taught me in middle school. I feel like it's all gone. If I thought about it long enough, I might get you a couple names, but I could not remember everybody. I just remember Wendy. And I don't (laughs) mean, like, who is that? Oh, and that one weird teacher that I had that was, like, an asshole, but we did get to watch the Truman Show in his class. Uh, I saw that in, like, seventh uh, grade. And it really fucked me up. I was like, is my life a television? (laughs) Like... 
Do you ever just watch that movie and you think like, what if that was me though? Like, what if the whole world was watching you grow up? That's so wild. And you didn't know. That's, I don't want to think about I that. I would love for them, not personally to redo it, but like, okay, so that movie, like they have like webcams and like, they're all in like a set. Like, I feel like if yeah. they did a modern version of that, it'd be even creepier. Mm-hmm. And it would be like people were watching you through like your webcam on all your devices all the Dude, time. They gross. would hack into Stop. all... Stop. I mean, like, the NSA is already doing that. So, like, why don't we just, like, go into their head? Why don't we just do an NSA movie? <laughs> yeah, we could just make a movie out of their footage. What if that movie was just a metaphor for what it's the come. government does? Oh, it's watching... Oh. Okay, that's probably not... Okay, true. conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. People always want me to make, like, conspiracy theory videos, and I don't really know if I actually believe any yeah like or i don't i don't know i have like my own the closest we got was berenstain well that and also <laughs> it's not a conspiracy it's we, the truth when we streamed gone home and the guy had his fucking jfk conspiracy books oh, like yeah. that that's like the closest we got to conspiracy theories that game got really wild <laughs> that was my favorite subplot <laughs> i know <laughs> it's just like every no nothing will top that honestly all right so honestly what has been going on this week well Besides our anniversary of moving here. Well, there is American election things happening. Oh, true. So, basically... Let's get political. (laughs) I don't think it's, like, official, but, like, it's official Mm. that Hillary Clinton's gonna be the Democratic nominee. She has the delegates. I think she's gotten, like, the nod from The the, nod. From the Democratic National Convention, so, like... She is basically it. And Bernie is still hanging in there. He's not quitting, which I can respect that. I can, but I'm also like, at this point, it's like, you know, in Titanic, when Rose is still holding on to Jack. Yeah. And he's not with us anymore. <laughs> and she lets his hand go. I think that's what Bernie needs to do at this yeah. point. Because I'm cringing, just like seeing them being like, we are going to make the 1% never pay again. Or not the opposite yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Definitely so we have a that. Republican in the room. No, but <laughs> he's like saying, he's like, we are going to do that. I'm like, maybe next year. Not next maybe year. Maybe next. in the next four to eight years. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised, which is sad because like I was I was rooting for Bernie, but I'm I'm really not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised because he did go by the term socialist and that just scares everybody immediately. Just that part. Just that alone. Like nobody needs to know more. Some people are just dumb, don't want to look into it. But and I am glad that he did get as far as he did, though, because like that was I mean, that's just a true testament to young people and also the Internet. Yeah. So, so that was cool. Next time an election comes around, you know, whoever we rally behind that time. Yeah. So basically, I think one of the things I did want to talk about is like the idea that people are like going to not vote just because Bernie's not a candidate anymore or the people that are going to vote for Trump because Bernie's not a candidate. All right. Yeah. Those are like two. Different. Are people joking? Those are, those are two different things because there have been many people that have said I'm voting for Trump if Bernie doesn't win. And like, just, Why? just like, can you pick polar opposites now, of is the that fucking spectrum? Meninism. It's like, I can't vote for the woman at all. Gotta vote for the opposite of Bernie. Quite possibly like the most opposite you could get. <laughs> is that like, fuck? I get it. Like a lot of people hate Hillary Clinton. And honestly, I'm not the greatest fan of hers. However, I'm voting, voting, voting. I am voting Democrat. That's what I'm doing. A lot of adults vote their party. And, you know, ideally the candidate that I'm casting my vote for, I'm really behind and that would be great. But I am not going to one, not vote because I think that voting is important. And I don't care if she's not my ideal candidate. I still want to help the cause. <laughs> I want, you know, I want somebody that can at least, you know, keep us on the right track to yeah. something. Might good. not be perfect, but it's miles it's better. Small steps, guys. Than what would happen if we had Trump as president. And I think voting for him just because Bernie's not even involved, like that doesn't even make any sense. Like he literally stands for the exact opposite. Of Bernie. So that's just like you're a dumbass in general. But I think like 
the people that aren't going to vote just because their ideal candidate isn't running anymore, honestly, grow up. Like, you're never going to be 100% satisfied for the fucking candidate for your party, honestly. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Like, they have to... We'd have to to change our political system, which I would love to, but, like, you know, (laughs) it's it's, not happening. It's just, you know, but, like, most people vote their party or they vote, like, at least in the direction where most of their values line and, like... While I'm not, like, super in love with Hillary Clinton and some of her past really doesn't, like, add up to what she's saying currently, I can't deny that a vote for her would help a lot more than a vote for the old trump yeah. God, I mean... So, but yeah, the whole, the whole political landscape is really concerning for me. I, I just get really stressed out during elections. Yeah. every time because every time i'm just like scared that like half of the things that i depend on are gonna go away mm-hmm. and like yeah the healthcare part is the scariest for me and i don't know it's just a mess <laughs> i just think that like i can't tell we can't tell you guys who to vote for but i just like vote just, just vote just vote for somebody like, i'm not gonna say you have my respect if you're voting for trump tbh but yeah. i'm not gonna tell you not to vote in general Though, I mean, I would love if you were not going to vote for him. (laughs) But, like, just vote. Just do it. It's not even hard. I mean, you just got to get there. Like, only, like, 18% of people in the U.S., like, actually vote. Like, I feel like that's the number. Well, part of the problem is, like, the way that they have it um, set up for different people. Like, it's not accessible for everyone. Yeah, I know. With the ID checking especially. And, Yeah. But you know what's what I think is fucked up is like a lot of the people that I'm seeing that are being like, I'm just not going to vote now that Bernie's out of it. That's a lot of young people. And what's sad is like, okay, we get it. But a lot of these old farts, they are going to vote just their party. They might not even like Trump at all, but they're going to fucking vote for him. Like all the old people are going to get out and vote. And so all these young people that are like being all oh well bernie's my perfect man and he's not running anymore so i'm not even gonna vote like come on like i just think that's just like a waste of that's just a waste that's just just a a waste waste. and we could end up with somebody that's really bad (laughs) (laughs) is everyone like not scared come on like we should be a lot scared -er than we are a lot i mean i'm already scared so Something that I saw that's like related to this, I thought was wild, is that uh, people in other countries they're they're like so shocked at how long, like we start picking our new mm. president two years I know beforehand, and then like as uh, Australians, you can verify this, but uh, in Australia, like within like two months, they had decided to hold an election for a new prime minister, made like nominees, picked one, and voted all within like oh, two months. Wow. That would be really nice because, you know, this drawn out two year ordeal is anxiety inducing. The only thing I like about it is that it gives the people involved that I don't like more time to fuck up. True. Like. And gives us more time to know their fuck ups while people are looking into them. (laughs) True. But also I just, you know, I feel like it just gives people time to be. I'm just waiting for Trump to do something. That's going to make him lose the respect of, like, middle America, like, old people. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting. Because, like, it would just be fantastic if he could fuck wow. up. Like, obviously, he's fucking up all the time to me. But, like, he needs to lose, like, the rest of the country. I, honestly, I don't even know. I don't think he said so many outlandish things. I don't think he could say anything besides, like, I'm going to completely destroy Social Security or something like that. <laughs> like... <laughs> That would cause them to, like, flip the fuck out. I'm a little worried that, like, he's gonna, like, part of his, like, super conservative, like, persona is kind of, like, a show because he's just getting those votes. And then he's gonna come in and maybe do something slightly more left-sided. And then everyone's gonna flip the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Or, like, he's gonna slip up before it's elected and he's gonna allow people to know like some sort of like more left viewpoint and then he's gonna fuck up but like he already like if you watch interviews of him from like five six years ago like you would be so surprised some of the shit he's saying now so it's like and honestly the same with hillary too like a lot of people like 
you know, bring up the fact that it wasn't until 2010 that she really started advocating for LGBT people. And, like, that's that's not my ideal but, <laughs> for you know, someone who's running. But, you know, at least now she is instead of uh, Trump who is not. I know. Yes, I agree. So I would still rather have somebody that, even if it's recently and maybe just for political gain, I'd rather have Has that in my corner. Has she made a comment about the whole transgender, non-gender-friendly bathrooms yet? I honestly don't know. Because I know that Bernie had. Like, I know that he had. Yes. But I don't know if she has. And that's like, a that's like honestly, the whole bathroom situation is probably like the number one LGBT issue right now. Yeah. Like, that is huge. Like, honestly, transphobia is like the biggest thing right now because like... This election is what's brought up that actual I know. thing. So like, there's always got to be like one social thing that the conservatives try and like demonize and I stuff know. like that and so that's why even the- before that it's just like you know once like the 50 states passed the right for us all to get married like that's great and then i think a lot of people in their mind are like all right well we're done with gay that rights that was that was like the final straw for gay rights right yeah but the the transphobia is like the number one lgbt issue that's happening it's yeah. it's awful and people are not surviving and this whole bathroom thing is putting like the whole political side of it and so i would like to see hillary really talk about that um especially in like the upcoming like political debates that will happen when she's like the candidate trump yeah when does that happen whenever they are actually like i feel like they have to go to their conventions yeah and i feel like they're held in june or july and then after that then it's officially go time yeah then it's go time between them they have to pick like their vps and stuff like that too oh i wonder do you have any speculation i have not do you think she would choose bernie no yeah no i don't i don't think she would either (laughs) do you think it'll be a man or a woman I don't know. I actually just saw a headline that she is considering. She said she's considering all viable options, man or woman, is what she said. Interesting. Because, like, part of me could see it being two women. Oh, who's the one? But also part of me could see her choosing a man so that it, like, silences the people that are like, we can't let this woman who has her period run the country. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who Trump picks. God. I'm really scared it's going to be one of the other people that was running, like, fucking Cruz. Yeah. I don't think he would pick, well, first of all, I don't think he would pick someone that wasn't white, if I'm being honest. I wonder, or he would, just for, like, oh, I'm not racist. Yeah. Look, I've got a Mexican VP, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know what he's going to do. If it's he would uh, steal Cruz's, Cruz said he was going to have Carly Fiorino as mm. his VP, and then he dropped out. But, like, if he would do that then. I don't know how I feel about her either. I don't like yeah, her. I know, but he would do that just be like, hey, you know that video? I don't one? hate women. Yeah, that one video where it's all the things he said <laughs> yeah. negative against women. Like, I don't hate women. <laughs> Did you happen to watch the interview with him and uh, Megyn Kelly from Fox News? No, like, I, the sat down? I think I might have overheard parts while you were watching it, but I did not sit down. Like, he, like, just straight it. up could not apologize for what he did. Like, it was a very uh, calm interview, I'll give it that, but, like, he didn't, he just couldn't admit that he was, like, fucking up, you know? Whatever. Anyway, <sighs> I guess, like, also probably not the greatest. Um, I do have, like, there was something that came out with, like, the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation, yes. and I think it's really fucked up. We talked about this in, I think it was our last episode. Yeah. Yes. So the newest thing is that they're digging up the fact that Amber Heard had been involved in a domestic abuse. Um, she got arrested for it actually here in Seattle with her last girlfriend back in 2009. So like she, she was, was an abuser. abuser. Yeah. Okay. And oh God. well, like, okay. Yeah. That happened. And like, that is shitty. And that's not, I'm not like, that's great. You know, like that's bad. But, like, I think what the reason for bringing that up is, like, people are trying to use that to justify her being abused. Like, well, that doesn't make somebody deserve to be abused. Like, nobody deserves anything. You cannot justify that. There's no, there's nothing you can bring up to justify that abuse. Like, I know. So I think that's really shitty, and I just wanted to comment on that because that was, like, the newest thing that came out about it, and I just think it's fucked up because, like, yeah. while that, of course, is shitty and I'm sure has been, you know, something that she's been dealing with, like, I just think it's so fucked up to use that as, like, a way to be like, well, it doesn't matter if she's been abused then, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's just really fucked up. Um, but, yeah. So this is also another thing that's not a happy 
topic, but you know, it's there's just not been a lot of happy things going on in the world lately. I know. Um, but, but this one has been like, I feel like we have to talk about it because it's, it's been like important. so vocalized in the media. And this is the uh, Stanford rape case. The Stanford case. So if you don't want to hear about this, then you can fast forward in like five minutes. Um, but yeah, that, Chris, why don't you give your little so summary of that? So basically, this fucking uh, this guy, this college student at Stanford who is on the swimming team. Yeah, he's correct? a swimmer. He's a swimmer, so sports. Uh, he raped an unconscious girl behind a dumpster. Yeah. And the judge proceeding over this case, he's found guilty. Yeah. Only gets six months in jail to make sure there is minimal damage to his swimming career. Right. So. they And, like, they found him guilty. And, like, if you read the statement that the girl gave, it's just the one of the most upsetting things I've ever read. I have not read this. <sighs> I mean, I recommend everyone read it because I think it's really important but to take read. take caution, but, I guess. Yeah, way. definitely if I... I if it's got something that might trigger you. Either. Yeah, exactly. But it's just been... It, and, like, everybody just knew that he was guilty. And it was so just vile what happened. Mm-hmm. And even just, like, the location and everything. And, yeah. And it's fucked up. So, like, he got this, like, soft sentence or whatever they're calling it. And then um, what's really fucked is the father of this guy is making a statement out there on, like, I think it was Facebook, of course. Of I feel course. like that's where bigots post long-winded bullshit. Yeah, it's Facebook. Is. <laughs> and so he made a statement, and it was, like, saying that the sentence that his son was getting would be just enough punishment to cover the 20 minutes of action that he got. Wow. 20 minutes of action. Wow. Is the phrase. Oh my God. And I've never felt more disgusted. I wonder where he got his ideals from. Thank you. Like, this is so disturbing. And this is how so many people feel. And they think just because someone had been drinking or was at a party or was hooking up with this person and kissing them. Or was wearing a short skirt or something like that. Literally, you can. It's unconscious like not like that was so what happened was the um there were two men that were swedish men i think they were like on bikes or something i can't remember but they showed up and they saw it happening and they saw that she was literally like motionless and they fucking like screamed and like ran after them and they tackled him and like held him down until the police came and they're like heroes awesome for them that's incredible like amazing and they've made statements about it too and like it's just the whole situation is fucked up, and the worst part is that everyone's just so worried about his fucking swimming career. But you know what? Like, that's what you get when you're a fucking disgusting person. Like you, like, you I don't you care about your career. Up. You ru- decide. You decided to ruin your life. Like that's like saying you chose to ruin your life. And that's what you you get. Like, you're taught at a young age, at least, like, most people are supposed to be taught, like, if you do bad, you lose out on things. Like, if you do bad, you lose your job. You lose your school education. You lose. And so you can't just, like, expect to fuck up horribly, probably ruin someone else's life. And, like, think about the family. Like, the worst part was, like, the sister was with her, like, at this party. And so now, like, the sister felt like she fucked up, you know? And it's, like, it's so horrible, the amount of damage that this kid caused. And we're all worried that he's not going to be doing any butterfly swims or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Butterfly swims? Whatever. (laughs) I don't know any swimming strokes. Like, (laughs) let's protect this fucking shitty person's career but not this woman's life who is probably like not happy with the fact that he will be around you know after six months like that's disgusting and terrifying and like i don't feel safe knowing that he's like yeah one of these and like i i mean i don't feel safe let's be honest i don't mm-hmm. feel safe and i never have but like it just just goes to show that like it's like almost no consequences now and it's just so disgusting and i don't i really hope that like something happens with this case because it's getting a lot of media attention and so i'm hoping that maybe like a a sentence will be 
edited. I do. I did see that. Um, I think a professor at Stanford is leading a cause to. I don't know if it's either get the sentence recalled or get the judge recalled. Oh. So there's a. A couple of life things. Is there a petition? If anybody has any links to anything that would be helpful for the girl involved in this, send them our way because we would absolutely share and sign. Yeah, you take the creamer. We both reach for the creamer at the same time. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that's been going on and I've been getting a lot of people asking me like, I mean, I don't have like yeah, I, somebody you asked know, us about this in our. Uh, I wasn't thing. there, and everything is awful. But like, I just I'm really just do not stand for rapists getting light sentences to protect their stupid sports careers. Like, if there's one thing that I am not down for, it's that. Like, it's just awful. Like, we. We just need to be better. Holy shit! We just shit. need to like actually be, give consequences to people. Like, no. Whether it's, like, shooting people of color, which happens, like, every fucking week, too. Like I know, and, and then people don't even... It can be on video. And it's still like, oh, well, nope. I mean, even, like, you know, with this Amber Heard shit where she's got photos. And it's like, nope. Just whatever we can do to protect the straight white male. That's basically what our nation is for. Girl, right I know. Now. And that's what will happen if you vote for Trump. Okay. Yes. Moving on. So let's answer some yeah, questions. Let's Keep go, it lighter. Let's go into the questions. Yeah. Because we've been talking some dark things. That's okay. We're... Hopefully the world can be, you know, lighter. Things happening. I mean, we I'm do... literally, for the next podcast, I'm going to go out of my way to find cute, fun news. <laughs> I want to hear about the puppies doing fun shit. Well, uh... This weekend coming up is also E3, so there will be an episode soon dedicated oh, to video game stuff. Yes. Very exciting. Extremely excited. Okay, uh, so I'm on Patreon here, and I'm... Are you now? Yeah, because you remember, these guys get their privilege, their bencho privilege. Yeah, and so if you want to support this show, you can always sign up at patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. All right, so I got a question here from Danielle. Uh, taking a break from yelling, <laughs> but do either of y'all utilize any apps that help de-stress or calm yourself? Ooh, I like this question. I really love mind-numbing games that involve yes, color. I was just going to say this very simple, minimal games. You're just doing like color. one action. Uh, we both play Ten Ten. Ten Ten is so soothing. Like, I love watching. I love watching the OC and playing Ten Ten because Ten Ten doesn't like take much brain power, it's so like I can pay really attention cool to Tetris. the show. Yeah, it's pretty Tetris. It is, and so shades is like you're organizing <laughs> colors by their shade. You're just throwing shade at people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is the ultimate shade app. No, shades is so pretty because it's just organizing like pale. Fucking like lavender all the way dark down yeah, to dark yeah. purple. Um, Couldn't even say that. <laughs> it's just too relaxing. I'm so relaxed. My jaw stopped working. <laughs> I'm lame and I also play solitaire and Sudoku. Yeah, he's an old fart. <laughs> I love Sudoku. I know. I, it's so fun and that calms me down because it's just playing with numbers and I like numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and I would weirdo. say my other app that I use to de stress would be YouTube. Okay. Oh. Because I just will get on there and just put on some videos and nothing, you know, having someone talk at you, That's it helps. always great. <laughs> it really does. All right. And we're also here going to give a little birthday shout out to Jax. Yes. I know this is Jax. not going up on your birthday, but we're recording it on your birthday. So it was said. It was in the universe. It was, it's out there. How you doing, Jax? How you doing? We hope you had a fabulous birthday. Thank you for supporting the show. Yes. What is relationship advice you'd give to your younger selves? Oh, relationship advice to my younger self. Well, at at the same time, I want to tell my younger self to not focus on it. And, like, get your fucking career, like, goals met first, honestly. Yeah, I mean... I personally just think I lucked out. Like, <laughs> I really have only been in, like, one other relationship than this. And it was only, like, a few months long. And it honestly wasn't that serious. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in this one, which I really like. So, I, I feel like yeah, I've I kind of... I've only been in one relationship. I've only been in this relationship. I know. I mean, I definitely had, like, people that I pursued that it really didn't work out and might have fucked me over. And I think my advice to myself would be to, like, focus on other things. Because it's just going to fall in line whenever it's, like, actually, you know, not, like, meant to be or whatever. But I just feel like it's going to work out when it's meant to work out. 
you know I feel like if any advice I'd give myself it'd be like to try and like it's more just advice for like personal development of like learning how to speak and like learning how to share emotions and stuff like that so that way like I'm not just like a weird awkward little kid that can't like speak to girls yeah uh, so I got a question here from our best friend Bree. Oh my who god! Who asked, "Do you guys ever role play as your favorite memes in the bedroom?" <laughs> <laughs> if you had read me this question without telling me it was from Bree, I probably would have like sent it to Bree and been like, "This is you." <laughs> so, oh my god! Well, obviously, I mean, fuck. Our safe word is practically "dat boy." <laughs> so, like, I say that, and he just knows. You oh know? my god! Um, we have a Pepe position. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to really tell you what it is, but it's important. Um, but mostly, I think our biggest meme is, like, <laughs> when we just, like, say something that's an inside joke while we're actually having sex. Yeah. Because we're on that level where, like, that's not going to really fuck up the mood that much. Mm-hmm. It's just going to give us a nice light if giggle. Go, if you go, like, oh, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. You have done I've that. I've literally <laughs> done bird calls. You don't even <laughs> No, Who wants to fuck me? Probably not many. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's interesting times when that happens. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, my parents are making me go to therapy, and personally, it's not helping me. Any tips on how I could convince them to let me stop going and try something else? I mean, let me be honest. I would ask your therapist and be like, yo, so like this isn't really working out for me. Unless you're going with your parents, then it's a different story. But if you're yeah. going alone... I would, you know, be honest with them because it's really important to be honest to your therapist and be like, yo, I don't really feel like this is working out. My parents are putting a lot of pressure on me to continue seeing you. Do you have any way that, you know, is there anything that I can do or like another person I could see possibly or, you know, usually they'll be able to help you like work out how to like bring it up to your parents. But like if that's not available to you, then I would say like sit them down and just be like, Hey, like I appreciate that you're trying to help, but this isn't personally working for me. And I'm feeling a lot of pressure to continue just to like appease you guys. guys. And so is there any, like, I would just say like, can we compromise or like, you know, is there any way that you would be okay with me? Like maybe taking some time off from doing this. Like if you do it in a calm way, hopefully they will be understanding and, you know, not be forceful, but um honestly though asking your therapist though would be a good first step because they might be able to like i don't i don't know if they've met your parents too but if they could like guide you yeah to an answer guiding that conversation or confrontation rather what character from a video game would you guys be willing to cosplay as Ooh, interesting um, um i almost just was like who are the redheads and i'm not like you're that, not a redhead <gasps> anymore wow i just Ooh, realized halloween is open for business i mean we could still do donna and eric (laughs) i could be blonde donna now i never did the donna and eric thing damn it i should have fucking done that we should have done that and then we've done it with the blonde donna yeah well blonde donna wears the leia costume so what if i do Ah. that Mm. but my hair will never be as light as whatever that's not the question so video game (laughs) the video game character i feel like i could easily do a link from Legend of Zelda Ooh. because like blonde hair and like yeah I would do Chloe let's thrash let's uh, strange let's strange yeah. let's strange because <laughs> <laughs> all I have to do is like dip dye the bottom of my hair like purple and pink or whatever and then wear a hat and just be like let's mm-hmm. thrash <laughs> oh my god and Brie could be Max oh my god I think she actually did that before she did Max I don't yeah, remember. Right. Brie, if or, you're listening. Or Drew. <laughs> oh my god, no. Okay, what if we went as the dog? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely do Chloe. I and like... I would just do Chloe. <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Um, have you guys ever experienced something paranormal? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I feel like Squeezy has. Yes! He definitely has because he <laughs> communicates with them. But... <laughs> Rachel's laughing into her mug right now. It's just, it was an unexpected twist on that answer. (laughs) But I I, I feel like if I have been, they've been real low-key about it. And they're not trying to scare me. Maybe it's like the ghost of my bubby being like, we know you're anxious. I'm not going to fuck with you, but I'm just here to tell you you're making that Jew food wrong. You know, (laughs) guiding my ingredients. (laughs) But like, other than that, I don't know. I feel like I haven't had any experience, but I was always worried in the last house that my dad had before I moved away. Like uh, the The basement. Yeah. Like the 
owner before that, he died in the house. And I then know like that. his son sold the house to my dad. The one that they have currently? Yeah, well not the log cabin, but like the other one. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. You let me sleep there and you didn't tell me? I just didn't really think about it. We slept no. in the basement that had no windows. <laughs> Chris's dad's had like this basement and it was like a whole like other apartment there was like a bedroom there was like a kitchen yeah, down there honestly a gym. i had like the fucking work up down there i had a bedroom but there were no windows and like, i remember your mom was like that's not safe. it's not up to fire code it's guys. not up to code not up to chip code. would go under the house and be like mm, there's mm. a ghost in the foundation and <laughs> joanna you want to get a look at this <laughs> so we need to watch some fixer upper honestly I think I might be okay without some fixer up. I know. Chris, like, honestly does not stand for it anymore. It's I, okay. I can't. It's the Ben Carson. It's the Ben Carson. Do you think they'll vote for Trump? Yes. That's obviously. Really we just, like, hacked the fucking fixer up. Just think about that and then, you just know. Just putting that out there. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe they'll be, like, the Bernie people and be like, well, Ben Carson's not in the running, so I'm just not going to vote. Oh, true. Mm, interesting. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, since I'm watching Mad Men now, I'm on season three. What were some of your most slash least favorite storylines? Um, well, I don't really want to spoil anything for you, oh, true, but I would say yeah. my favorite storyline is like the ongoing relationship that develops between Peggy and Don. Yes. Not like a romantic one, but like their complex relationship and how it goes for like the eight fucking seasons, basically. Mm-hmm. It's seven, but you know, yeah. seven was two pieces. Can't say that i was the biggest fan of how betty's plot and finishes yeah <laughs> i'm not exactly the biggest fan of that girl no justice for my betty nope <laughs> no justice um also i would say my most favorite plot though is like sally draper yeah as she gets older and everything she says to her dad <laughs> every line every drag Every drag, but yeah, it's just such a good show, guys. I really want to rewatch it already again. Like I'm ready. Please watch it. Top top three show. Yeah, um, beach or pool. When I was typing in this hashtag, it wanted to autocorrect coffee with Jesus. <laughs> well, that just that sums it up. That says a lot right there. He's saving you from listening to this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Honestly, uh, beach um, or pool. Beach. Beach. Pool? Benji beach. Okay, listen. Now, the beach. The ocean has naturally things floating in it, you know? Like yeah. bugs, different plants, animals, whatever. Now, when there's a bug, a plant, or any kind of random odd thing in a pool, it's not fun. Yeah. Like, you see, like, a beetle overturned, legs kicking. <laughs> it's, like, the most mortifying horrible like thing to horrible witness in a thing. pool yeah. if that happens in the ocean it's like bitch it could have been a shark you know yeah. <laughs> so i'm more of an ocean also that sand you know <laughs> it's I mean, exfoliating also, your feet have never been smoother if somebody's peeing in a pool it's confined if somebody's peeing in the ocean it's, it's just like <laughs> I mean, there, there's fish peeing in that ocean every second girl like, i know <laughs> <laughs> so okay this is something i'm gonna just ask you do you pee in the ocean yes of course where else am honestly I gonna pee? if you don't then like you're not, not making use of the ocean you're not making <laughs> i'm just no, kidding come on but There's... like if you're in a pinch like i mean come on it's better than squatting in some sand literally why would you go to the outhouse i don't understand outhouse i don't know some beaches have like, oh yeah where they have thing. like that one yeah yeah. Uh. yeah no i'm just gonna use nature's toilet <laughs> call it a day i haven't shit in the ocean but i'd like to try <laughs> <laughs> picture me shitting in the mariana's trench <laughs> that's what lies down below there it's oh just my, my shit God. those like you know those like sulfur vents some fish that would eat it <laughs> i mean true i'd be helping you would be feeding the i'm ecosystem. just like one human <laughs> compost it's fine oh fuck Okay. Would you rather live off gum or never be able to tell the difference between a baby and a muffin? Okay. Never tell the difference between a baby and a muffin. I, I can't straight live. up don't care about that one. I don't I'm really not, like gum as much as I like not knowing what babies are. I I don't, you know, partake in muffins too often. So True. if I just had to like avoid muffins because I couldn't tell if it was a baby or not, I would stay away from them and True. just eat every other food because yeah. I don't like... I would not survive off of What gum. would cupcakes be like, though? 
It's a cupcake. It's Similar a, to it's, muffins. It's not a muffin. Does it's, it look like a kitten? You know, does it look like another form of a baby? Well, oh. I would never eat cupcakes again. <laughs> but anyway, rate your favorite cereals. Um, Honestly, my favorite cereal is Special K original. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, or Kix. Yeah, you're a fan of those basic cereals. <laughs> Kids love it. Mom's approved. What is the fucking thing? Kid tested mother approved. That's it. <laughs> Kids love it. <laughs> I gave like the store brand version. <laughs> Kids love it. Moms are cool with it. <laughs> but they're just so crunchy, delightful. Oh, fuck. My all-time favorite is or uh, French Toast Crunch. I thought you were going to say synthetic. <laughs> synthetic. Synthetic Toast Crunch. Like, the time that French Toast Crunch came back, is that still back? I really hope that it is, because I haven't had it in a while. I had, like, six boxes when it first came back, and I burnt myself out. But that's still my all-time favorite cereal. It's I'm also right. a really big fan of uh, Frosted Shredded Wheats. Oh, a nice old shreddo. Yeah, they're. I feel like those bricks. <laughs> I just feel like you know, there's some form of health to this. Part of me is like this is good, and part of me is like I'm eating wicker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, is this beachfront furniture or healthy for my fiber? <laughs> Don't know. You're also sometimes a fan of the Reese's Puff. Oh. Reese's Puff, Reese's Puff. Oh my god. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. <laughs> That's like, you know you're going to do yourself dirty, and you don't care about the health, and you know you're eating a bowl of sugar, and you're happy. Sometimes you just want to do that. Sometimes, I mean, now that you brought that up, I could totally go for that, but it's it's probably, I don't know, it's probably too soon since my last... Haley's Comet. <laughs> I, everything that happens, like, you know, semi-annually, I just say Haley's it's, Comet. It's your Haley's Comet? I don't know. Hey Arnold really <laughs> fucked me up with the Haley's Comet. Like, they made me too invested. Did you see that episode of Hey Arnold? No. <gasps> Did you watch Hey Arnold? Sometimes. Good. I was going to say, if you didn't. Stoop kid never leaves a stoop. Okay, that's like the pilot. Yeah, like, honestly, be original. <laughs> <Just> Move <laughs> it, football head. Oh my god, literally the opening credits. I know. <laughs> <laughs> was that supposed to take place in Philadelphia? I'm pretty sure I it was. I think it was. I think so. I hope so. Okay. I mean, football. They have a football team. <laughs> yeah, they have two. True. Not Philly, but... PA. PA. <laughs> um... So I got a question here. I'm not really sure what the question is, but it just says go to vegan dinner, question mark. Like what our go-to vegan dinner is. Oh my God. I'm just like, would, we, would, we, go, would we go to a vegan dinner? I mean, yeah, sure. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say our most is like <laughs> when we make like brown rice bowls with like stir fried zucchini noodles with like sesame sauce and shit. Yeah. Or, like, our chili. Our chili's vegan as well. Yeah, that chili is great, although, like, we have that in, like, phases. <laughs> yeah, I can't, like, we, we make so much of it at once, and then we eat too much of it, and then we can't just stop. Yeah. And then once we're done with it, we're like, we're not eating that for another six months. <laughs> our uh, Mexican quinoa dish, that was also good, you know, the tomato sauce and the corns. And oh, the yeah, and all bean. the black beans. Yeah. Yeah. And also, recently, we've discovered... Soy chorizo. Oh my god, guys, it's so it good. It is fucking fantastic. I'm so glad we have this. Thank you, Paulina. Yeah, thank you for showing me this. Cause like we make taco type wraps a lot, and like we just put like veggies in there, and I'll use like sriracha and stuff for a little bit of spice. But this just gives it like a classic taco feel, and it just is so filling and good. And all you have to do, cause it's already like cooked through, cause it's just soy product. It's yeah, not we like we just warm it. Yeah, so you pretty much are just warming it, and then I add like some spinach to it and stuff, and then like I put it in like a wrap with brown rice and like black beans and i call it a fucking night it's and so chill god i'm so glad we have that right now i know it's and it's our... like five dollars and like we split it up a lot yeah and so like you got like for one person you could easily get like five or six meals out of yeah like one tube of it so that's pretty cool we enjoy it we get it at trader joe's if you're wondering but i know they have it at whole foods too oh they do okay well that's good would you ever consider a polyamorous relationship with a third person and then there's like another couple questions in this one but that one, I mean, I'm never going to say never, because, like, what if we met, like, the right person, and we were like, fuck yeah, let's do this. I yeah. just don't know how it would work um, living situation. That's the yeah. only part where things get, like, weird for me. I'm like, do they have an apartment, too? Do they move in with us? Like, how does it all work? 
That's a whole new territory. That's nuanced. That's very nuanced, but... But I, I say I never say never, never to anything never because it's never. like you never know, you know. No one would have thought that like, I don't know. I just feel like our relationship even just... Yeah. I never would have thought that I would be in a relationship like the one that we have. And so exactly. like... Yeah. But I don't know. I just, yeah, the, it's more about like... I've, I've thought about it and I'm like, well, how does that work like living wise? But I It would know. be definitely something that would like we would don't know a lot about it would take like some getting used to yeah um favorite and least favorite things about living downtown in a studio apartment um i mean the downtown part really doesn't factor in but like i would say the least favorite things about living in a studio apartment is when i'm working on videos um my just like my equipment takes and honestly the podcast too the equipment takes time to set up And because we live in a studio and that's where we do all this shit, like you, you know, it takes time to set up and then takes time to put it away. And like, it would be great if we had like another room to just have this shit set up all the time and that we'd only have to do like a couple of tweaks. It would just save so much time and make our work like a lot more efficient. Yeah, we would, we would love, like our goal is to at least get to a two bedroom. So that way one bedroom is like an office, like with all the equipment just set up and ready to go. Because that's annoying. Like, if we ever lived in, like, a condo and we had, like, a basement or something. Or, like, just a basement in general. That could... But I would yeah. want natural light for the video. I would whatever. say for, like, the whole studio downtown aspect of it, it doesn't really have to do with the studio, but, like, the fact that, like, every fucking restaurant around here is just a bar that serves small plates. Yeah, it's really, expensive. It's expensive. And you gotta hunt to get, like, a good portion for a good price. And so yeah. that's kind of, like... The one thing that sucks and you'd think things would be open pretty late but they're actually not that late yeah. there's only like a like i mean bars are obviously open late but if you don't want to get food at a bar then like you gotta really hunt for food that's openly even though it's a city a lot of businesses still close at like five here wild because it's like people are done working and then they're like fuck it we're not gonna stay open you know yep because a lot of people commute out of the city after work all right so what is your favorite book to movie um, I'm gonna say, ooh, I'm gonna say Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. Because that is a fantastic movie. Fant- I, all the Harry Potter books are great. I love them all. And so, Prisoner of Azkaban was one of the better ones of the movies. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> ah, Atonement. Oh, yeah. Because it's a really good book, but the movie is all... It's not, like, as detailed, obviously, but, like, it's a phenomenal movie Mm -hmm. to watch. And the people that they chose to play everybody is perfect. Yeah. Um, But... James. Yeah. It's just good. I like that one. (laughs) I'm at the point now where, like, I don't expect, like... I don't expect much. Like, I don't expect a movie made from a book to like have all of the fucking detail because it's never gonna fucking happen i just hope that i walk out of there being like that was pretty solid you know yeah but sometimes movies can like even take a shitty book and make it a little bit better too like yeah honestly i mean this is such a bad example but like the last twilight book was so shitty and they did a lot with that movie to make up for it and they split it into two like that the final fight all takes place in their minds. Yeah. And they managed to, like, make it into something that was there. They added a lot to that movie. Like, they killed people, but, like, it wasn't real. Like, I don't know. Like, they just added so much because that book, honestly, was really not that great. And, like, I think about, like, the last Mockingjay, too. Like, I hated Mockingjay the book because it was, like... She wakes up, and then they're like, so, yeah, they live happily ever after. Here's, like, a little rundown of what went down while she was sleeping. We conveniently blacked out, like, when everything's happening, so here's what happened. Yeah, like, I just, I think they did a better job in the movie, but still. I mean, the movie was still, eh. Catching Fire was the best. But. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's just the best book, too. I mean, The Hunger Games is still good, too, but The Catching Fire, I think, is, like, one of my favorite books from that whole series. Yeah. And, like, they couldn't even keep me with Diversion. <laughs> Like, I just couldn't even watch it. And honestly, nope. I couldn't even finish the book series. Nope. I thought I was gonna, but I couldn't I do it. I read Divergent. I didn't go any farther than that. I know. Like, I read part of Insurgent, and then I got bored. Yep. And I was gonna watch it all just for Kate Winslet, but I couldn't even. Well, like, you got through part of Insurgent, and then Allegiant came out, and everybody was like, oh my god, this is horrible. And, and then so, I was like, like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, like, why even continue? Yeah, I, I was like, it's not worth it to continue, but. 
All right, so I think that's enough questions. Why don't we head over to Benchtown? All right, so thanks, guys, for having a cup of coffee with us on this fabulous It's always a pleasure. It's a Wednesday for us, but, you know, you feel me. Whatever day you're listening to this. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys in our next one. Bye. Bye. All right, Benchos. We're here. We We, got something. We have something else. This Uh, is Food Network time. Yeah, you know, it doesn't relate to anything we talked about, but like, Who cares? Who gives a fuck? We don't need to talk about Food Network to want to talk about I was thinking about, like, Food Network star earlier and, you know, whatever. So it's just, it's relevant to me personally in my life. All right, why don't you kick this off? All right, we're starting off with Nicole, who is the cold, icy glare of Scott Conant when you use an onion. <laughs> Carissa is Guy Fieri carousing to his next stop on Triple D. Of course. Salone Nolan is store-bought Salah that Sandra Lee is using. Ray Vendero is Rachel Ray's slick bottle of EVOO. Amazing. <laughs> Sarah Booth got Florian Belanger drunk with their vermouth cupcake. Ooh. Allison Sense thinks this chopped basket makes no sense. Me. Hunter Curtis is hunting for ingredients in the cutthroat pantry. Megan Rackley is cooking a juicy rack of ribs to try and beat Bobby Flay. It's not likely. Skylar Medley is Marcella preparing a medley of Mexican-inspired dishes on the kitchen. Taylor Collins is Justin Warner making chocolate wine cubes in the latest episode of Foodie Call. Heather Ann is an episode of Unwrapped dedicated to Andy's Mints. Sloan Fuller's cutthroat basket couldn't be fuller. Emma Corbeal is the chicken cordon bleu Bobby's making on brunch at Bobby's. Danielle Manis is Justin Willman's corny puns on Cupcake Wars. I miss him, honestly. I do too. <laughs> now we got like Aaron Samuels or whatever. Uh... Kate Convery is having a conversation of all things with Guy Fieri about their Triple D restaurant. Angelica Feliz is Anne Burrell sharing her secrets of a restaurant chef. Sarah Cook is admiring Jeffrey Zakarian's glasses on Cooks vs. Cons. Jennifer Cornwell is trying to make corn into a dessert on Chopped. Make corn ice cream. Sophia Cock is getting cocky and not bidding on anything in Cutthroat Kitchen. Ash Rozell just burnt their dish to ashes on Worst Cooks in America. Nicole Allen is Ted Allen competing on Chopped After Hours. I love that segment. <laughs> Cody Castillo is the wacky cast of people competing on Food Network Star. Beth Fonseca is more fond of the classics like Emerald Live. Cornelia Thulin has to use corn in their recipe on Cupcake Wars. Sophie Adams is the pioneer woman as she adds more heavy cream to this batter. Christina Contreras is Jeffrey Zakari making a martini on the kitchen. Amazing. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I miss when they said that, honestly. Yeah. Megan Grint is the slight grin anyone gets while watching the Food Network. <laughs> Eddie's million dollar cook-off. I know. Jade Holden was forced to hold a prop for 20 minutes on Cutthroat Kitchen. Allison Dowell is Alton Brown laughing maniacally at his sabotages. Catherine Simpson has to make a Simpsons-themed cake on Cake Wars. Bridget Carey Davis is Rachel Ray trying to carry too many ingredients from the fridge. (laughs) So many. Marlene Naj is Mark Murphy struggling to complete his dish on Chopped After Hours. Gio Castro is Jeffrey Zakarian's pocket squares. (laughs) A great thing to be. Honestly. Cater Liriano is a caterer competing on Next Food Network Star. Rebecca O'Donnell is the ominous odor coming from someone's oven on Food Network Star. Kendall Berg was given soggy iceberg lettuce as a sabotage in Cutthroat Kitchen. Allie McGregor is Alex Guanarichelli competing on Next Iron Chef. Megan Grilly is grilling up some steaks on Barbecue Blitz. Chloe Killup is a 12-year-old killing it on this episode of Chop Jr. Ian Murphy is Bobby Flay murmuring to Giada about this horrible Food Network star video. Oh my god. <laughs> Cassandra Buckout is Ina Garden out at the market getting good vanilla. <laughs> Maddie Pullman is Ty Pennington knocking down a pole on American Diner Revival. Low-key totally forgot he had a Food Network yeah, show right? until just now. <laughs> Amanda Marie is Amanda Freitag ripping a dish apart on Chopped. Jane Shell is competing in Battle Shellfish on Iron Chef. Ooh, that would be lit. Yep. Jackie Brujulio is the jackfruit ingredient in this Chopped basket. Camelia Malky is Mark Summers finding out how malted milk balls are made and unwrapped. Caitlin Whalen is wailing as they walk down the Chopped hallway. <laughs> Hannah Neely is the star of Down Home with the Neelys. Amazing. I knew you were related to them. Lucy Ravenscroft is a chopped judge raving about the use of durian in this dish. Cody Robinson is Robert Irvine looking disgusted on Restaurant Impossible. Did you mean every episode? (laughs) 
Tegan Anderson is breaking out the anti-griddle on Iron Chef. Lauren Siobhan is frantically looking for a spice in the chopped pantry shelves. Taco Roach is talking about a bougie taco on the best thing I ever ate. Allison Francois is frankly not interested in watching celebrity food fight. Who is? Nobody. Haley Cadwaller is Katie Lee whipping up a ranch turkey on the kitchen. (laughs) Sponsored. Sarah Seaman is questioning whether or not this seafood dish is really only going to cost $10. Probably not. Dana Daly is getting their daily fix on Food Network Snapchat. Megan Wilson is Guy Fieri traveling with his son Hunter on European vacation. Jackie Lampo is learning how to braise lamb on Good Eats. Claire Wood is an Applewood smoked steak on Burgers Brew and Q. Is that the... That's the new one Simon. with Michael Simon. Yes. He's so fuckable. <laughs> Kelly Adams is adding chocolate to their dessert on Sweet Genius. We were trying to think of that show the other I night. I miss that show. That Bring it so back, funny. Food Network. We need more fucking Ben Israel on Food Network. Honestly. Uh, Hannah Peterson is competing for their third time on Cutthroat Kitchen. Jenna Gordonier is nearing the end of their dessert round on Chopped with nothing on their plate. Sasha Smith is in shambles after their cupcakes didn't rise on Cupcake Wars. That's the worst. Sarah is scared that their cake might fall apart on Halloween Wars. Bridget Dubin is in Kitchen Stadium fighting in Battle Honey Dew. Amazing. More like Honey Don't. <laughs> Flynn Vance is having an advantage going into the next round of Food Network Star. Hilary Gay just remembered that they left out a basket ingredient on Chopped. Anna Hernandez is Sonny Anderson taking a sip of Jeezy's strong martini on the kitchen. Can you tell we like the kitchen a lot? We do. <laughs> Jennifer Holt is Jeff Morrow making a sandwich on the kitchen. Courtney White is Giada's white teeth gleaming through her pained smile. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Dole has picked up some Dole pineapple chunks on Guy's Grocery Games. Amazing. Shelly Smith is shelling out big bucks in the first round of Cutthroat Kitchen. Not a solid strategy. No. <laughs> Mackenzie Knight is watching the late night when hair infomercials. Me. <laughs> And Rachel Evans is eventually going to stop watching the Food Network. I don't believe that. That's not going to happen. It's never happening. It's never happening. All right. What are the other benches? I think they might be... Do you have one? Uh, You go first. I was going to say they're the Bobs. Oh, that's such a good one. That's better than mine. Okay. I was going to say that they were like... You know those like faceless people in fucking kitchen stadium that yeah. are like watching the Iron Yo, Chef fights? Yeah, low key want to be one of them so Me bad. Me too. Someone in the inside of Food Network. How? How do I get to do? How that? do we bring back Iron Chef? First of all. First of all, where is it? I miss it so much, and I can't just like watch the random one episode that they air every six months. Like, yeah. No. Okay, but anyway. You guys are the Bobs. The Bincherinos. We've got Stephanie Boscovich or Allie, Bob Scovich. <laughs> Allie Malone. Mariah Hanna. Kathleen Wynn. Elena Barcia. Zoe Yarmulik. Elizabeth Hallbrook. Rose Burnett. Jax. Happy birthday, bitch. And Megan Prius. Yes. So, thank you guys for supporting the show. You guys are the best. Keep us around. And on the airwaves, on as the they say. fucking on web. the RSS, on the World Wide Web, <laughs> something. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys very much, and we will see you in our next one. Yes. Toodles. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I felt like I was signing off in a YouTube video. I was like, see you in my next one. Bye. Comment, resubscribe. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>